thermal sound wave wave. This thermal sound wave is a natural alternative to fast food radio, track life radio, WLGK Logic Radio, Chicago. Hit us up, 347-454-1278 or thermalsoundwaves.com. We have another guest that's joining us right now on the program who has done a lot of things in the entertainment scene on the film tip um, in many different ways and many different fashions that uh, she can eloquate a lot better than I could. Uh, she goes by the name of Yvette Joseph, joining us on the program right now, Thermal Sound Waves. Hello, how you doing? Hello, how are you? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Thank hey. you for joining us. All right. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you for <laughs> <laughs> She got that late night, quiet storm voice. It's the quiet storm, you did with me. Well, you know, I can't help it. <laughs> I don't blame you. I, listen, I ain't telling you to stop. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> don't stop it. <laughs> get that, it, get it. That Paris blues going on with it. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> How are you? I am fabulous. I am actually really fabulous tonight. How are you gentlemen doing? Oh, we're great. We're great. We're excellent. Um, we just got speaking just finished speaking with a, a gentleman who's doing some great things as far as bringing people together from all across the world, from Africa to the States and, and beyond with things that he's doing on the performance tip as well, stage music and uh, uh, great, great things. So we love talking to people who are using their creative skills to actually educate people and entertain people at the same time. That's, that's a beautiful thing. Oh, it certainly is. We need a lot more of that. No doubt. No <laughs> doubt. Definitely. Now, I know you and had the pleasure yeah. of being introduced to you uh, working on a short Paris Blues in Harlem. Paris yes. Blues in Harlem? Paris Blues in Harlem, yes. Okay. That was uh, created by Miss Nadej Patel. Oh, Nadej. Yes, yep. Nadej. Okay. Exactly, Beautiful. exactly. And um, you were doing costumes on yes. that particular yes, venture. Oh, but wow. that's not the only thing that you do, as, as I've learned. But you were doing that yeah. <laughs> for that Usually particular people piece. people that do things like that, like in the back, they're smiling because they're like, you don't know what else I do. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. Why is she so like for those who are, are unfamiliar with all the things that you do, uh, obviously you do design and costuming is, and th things like that. What are some of the other things yeah. that you, you bring to the table, your, your skill set? Oh, my skill set. Well, creatively, um, of course, wardrobe and costuming writer. Um, my genre that I delve in is mostly science fiction or speculative fiction. Um, I also produce. Um, and then I used to dance for many, many years. I stopped now, but yes. Oh, why'd you stop? I stopped because film, the, my passion for film and for writing kind of like took over. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't have time for like rehearsals, classes, which takes up a lot of time as a dancer. So I had to make a choice. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, uh, th there are a couple different types of dancers. Are you one of those mm -hmm. dancers who like, I can, if, if music comes on, you can just uh -huh. bust out a routine and just, just, just be specific. See, destroy kind of team we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Don't stop. Get it. Get it. What are we talking about? See, be specific. I'm not talking about any, particular type of routine i'm just talking about no, dance I routines because in some people general don't really know dance they think dance right, right. is just but, but that's, what I'm, over. that's what i'm getting to and that's what she will uh you know 
particularly specify after I ask the question. <laughs> Are you so, one of those dancers who, you know, music comes on, you can just bust out a routine, whether it be jazz, tap, hip hop, or what have you, and just show your skills at any given moment? Well, I would show my skills in those art forms if I studied that. So I haven't oh, studied okay. jazz or tap, so I can't bust out those moves. But when the rhythm comes on, I definitely will move to it and successfully. Um, I've been dancing ever since I was a child as well as act and performed. And I've studied Middle Eastern and performed Middle Eastern dancing for 13 years. What exactly is Middle Eastern dancing for those who are unfamiliar? Because when you say that, people like Middle Eastern dancing. I think I saw something on James Bond one time, but Roger Moore, like I think it was a spy who loved me or something like that, one of them. Right, specifically, what, what is it? Well, um, you can say, like, layman's term will be, like, belly dancing. But um, that's not a bad study. Different Middle Eastern art forms. Like, I've studied Moroccan. I've studied Khaliji. So I've studied different, um, I guess, Middle Eastern culture and their art forms of dance. Now, Morocco is considered Middle but, East? You know, Morocco is in Africa? Well, I, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it That's is. That's interesting. The, the, the parts of Africa was, was the Middle East. <laughs> or still is. Yes, <laughs> still is. Absolutely. Interesting. Yeah. The, 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 the regions were reappropriated. For, I love for, how you said that. For, See, say it again. Say it again. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Like, the, wait, wait, wait. Start over. Start over. The regions, oh, wait, wait. Let me start over. Yeah. Well, maybe it is. The regions yeah. were reappropriated <laughs> for political reasons. <clears throat> There and you, you see why they are continuing to fight over those those regions, but yeah, yeah, it's it's when you do research on the Middle East, you'll see that it's not really where they're talking see, about. You, That's the Middle drop East. The mic, mm-hmm. see, drop the mic, see. Drop the mic. No, no, don't because that mic costs a lot of money. Don't, don't try that. that <laughs> no, I'm not gonna. Drop. I'm just saying. Right, just just say. The way exactly, I said it, you kind of like exactly. dropped the mic and walked away. Right. So, so yes, but those are the many skills. Those, not the many, but some of the skills that I do bring to the table. Now, is it is it true that belly dancing? was originally for men? So I heard that before. No. Great, thank you. <laughs> oh, gosh. So I'm going to hire all information. I was like, I don't know who I'm going to Who is putting out who that Who am I going to It better not be Tom. No, you, you go that way, Tom. No. no. I mean, if you want to show me some skills, nah, we good. can. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. That's fighting words. I'm good. But <laughs> well, I did see somewhere before they said belly dancing was actually men first. I was like, "Wow, that's wow, not what I thought I was used to." Well, there are there are male belly dancers um, out there. I'm fine, and I'm actually, very well known belly dancers that are male out there and very talented. So, you know, it's a culture dance for men and women. Absolutely. Um, but yes, yes, I've done that for some years. So then I was like, I just really need to follow my other passion. So I decided to pursue writing and film. We're talking to Miss Yvette Joseph here on the program. It's Thermal Sound Waves, the natural alternative to fast food radio. Hit us up, thermalsoundwaves at gmail.com or call us 347-454-1278 or hit us up at thermalsoundwaves.com. What sparked your interest in sci-fi or was this something that you've always had an interest in um, at an early age as well? Ooh, what sparked my interest in sci-fi, sci-fi and horror, actually. I grew up in a household where 
it was all women. My mother was a single mother too. And, you know, while she worked, I was, my sister left babysitting and my mother always promoted avid reading. And so we had bookshelves, like three or four bookshelves in our house, either with back in the day that had the Cyclopedia Botanica. <laughs> we had the whole thing. I did too. All, right, right? Burgundy books, just heavy. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's real. I still I still have a few. Great sources of information, though. No, those, that was Google. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. And I would read that. I would read the encyclopedias, all of them, right? All encyclopedias. And then my sister, she was, I, well, me and my sister were seven years apart. So she was into like Dean Coots. She was into Stephen King. She was into John Carpenter, um, V.C. Andrews, who wrote the Flowers in the Attic series. Did she, So did, I don't mean to interrupt you, but did she scare uh-huh. you at certain times, given that th- those authors <laughs> and subject matter? Cause those those are some a, those authors go there with it. <laughs> she used to try to freak me out when my mom wasn't home, like to play tricks on me. But it just after a while, I was like, all right, enough. But uh, she and I would just catch her reading, and I'm like, well, what are you reading? And she was like, hmm. So she was like, well, I'm reading. It's about these children, and there's a clown that's chasing oh, gosh. And I was like, oh, really? <laughs> and I would sit there and I'm like, Speak up to the I was clowns. like, yeah, and I was like, what else happened? And after she would, every time she would finish a chapter, finish a portion of the book, uh, she would just like verbally story tell me what happened. It wasn't until later till I realized that she just told me it. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I, I, I hate clowns i no i seriously i hated clowns because of that i and i still do i always look at a clown side eye it doesn't even matter if i got to so you put the clown outfit on i gotta look at you side eye and you know speaking of sci-fi and those kind of films american sci-fi was one thing you know freddie you know that i was laugh, but the english ones were like the you ones from uk like Phantasm mm-hmm. and the Phantasm of the Hellraiser. That was <laughs> Hellraiser. Yeah, Phantasm. The Phantasm was more horror. That was on their own level of scariness. So Phantasm, I did not play with, although I did see them. <laughs> Phantasm, <laughs> yeah, Phantasm just, freaked me out. You know, it was just I really because I felt like it was true. Like you know, it just it just any. I'm sorry if it was like. A very old Caucasian man in a suit. It just scared me at times. Like, like, because that was like, like the guy from like Poltergeist. Poltergeist. Know it was American. Right, exactly, exactly. Those, I was like, what Poltergeist got you? <laughs> you know, I still have, I have yet to watch fully Exorcist. Oh, you gotta see the whole thing. I have, I'm not. Oh, you got to. No, you have to. No, I'm not. You got to. No. Yeah. It's, it's really not that scary. It's, it's a I, great, it's great. Anytime I see something that says based on a true story, I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. I like I those. Done. I like tr- I like true stories. No, I don't like none of those. I, <laughs> I love true stories. I don't like none of those. Like you, you. So I guess watch... you weren't watching Amityville, huh? I guess you weren't watching Amityville. I'm fine. I'm fine. That was a, good, really that was a great movie too. I really, I'm yeah. really fine. Like I, those English movies they used to get me. I. So you, you wouldn't go to the house, Amityville. No, <laughs> there would be no need for any person of color to step in the Amityville house. <laughs> no, but the guy from Phantasm, that tall Caucasian yeah. gentleman, he scared me Fantastic. for years. Oh, he was just 
What's wrong with you? Like <laughs> the ball used to chase you with the spear. Oh, like man. what is wrong with you? The pendulum. Those are those. But then real it was the little midgets. There were like the little midgets too yeah. that was in Phantasm that got yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. And the close little midgets. Yeah. But it, it works on your fear. So you you have to you have to be fearless in order to you know defeat well, these things. Like I said, <laughs> I grew up ball. with that. My mom was actually <laughs> an avid. Leave me alone. My mom was an avid horror movie watcher as well, and we had like one television in the house, so she was like, "All right, you watch it when I'm watching." So I was not screened. <sighs> With any type of <laughs> movie. So she was like, just cover your eyes if you get scared. So I was able to have that exposure. And then when I was little, every Saturday after Soul Train, they would have this thing called Creature Double Feature, which would be two horror movies back to back. So after that was over, I was like, I watched that. So science fiction, horror, I said that, I ate that. I, I was everything to me. But also, I notice that the horror movies I feel now don't hold a candlestick to the horror no, movies no. that they're, I grew they're, up they're on. comedies to me. They are exactly. It's mostly so exactly. because American. I, one more time, big shout out to, you know, English horror movies. They the story was so great, but it seemed like with America, they as time went on, they relied on CGI. And also, well, the, yeah, yeah, currently. And the yeah. same gags over and over too, as well. Right. So you're not really, you know, frightened. It's like, oh, that's funny. While the other <laughs> movies relied on the story. Yes, exactly. And even to this day, yeah. Rest of Soul, one of the greatest to me, one of the greatest voiceover peoples, I believe, he's from England, was Vincent, Vincent Price. Price. Yeah. That voice was, yeah. was was real, and he's also the voice of a thriller. Right. Exactly, exactly. Yo, Vincent Price was the man. He yes. was, he was. Hope. I drew him in school because I was so scared of him. I drew him just Vincent Price. for a project. <laughs> yes, no indeed. lie. So you had mustache. sci-fi, horror, and dance. So it, it was all there, you know, at an early age. You were watching horror movies as a kid, and you was watching Soul Train getting some moves down. Right. As well. <laughs> and they're doing a, a Soul Train series as well on that, that network. I don't know how good it's gonna oh be, but gosh. I, I hope. Ah, oh, no. You know the no, the no, bamboozle no, television no, network. No, no. Leave yeah. it alone. Leave it alone. Yeah, leave us. Yeah. Leave us our memories. <laughs> but they they're doing it. I saw I saw an ad the other day on it. But anyway, what, getting what back are we to you. See, does people do the drip walk all day? Drip, well, drip, drip. they're supposed to be doing a <laughs> no, no. Dance. Soul Train did. They're supposed dance. to be doing a story, the actual story. Oh, of, a story. Yeah, yeah. Not oh, a Soul Train. Not not okay. a new remake of Great. Soul Train, oh, but right. the actual story of Soul Train. So everybody's gonna be doing the drip in the series, <laughs> like like how they do how they did New Edition. Professor Zine Codeine. Exactly. But getting back to you, Yvette. So your yeah. your passion for sci-fi and, and horror and psychological thrillers brought you to your debut, which we're here to talk about, which is Don't Forget to Breathe. Oh, wow. Yeah. Don't Forget to Breathe. Don't Forget. And you said you... Jinkies. It, it was inspired by song lyrics that haunted you. Explain that exactly. What? Yeah, so I try to get some writing every day, and I know I wanted to write something knew because I was in a kind of like a year long lab for writing, directing and producing. And then it was my turn to bring in some work. So I was like, all right, let me bring in something. So nothing was coming out. I set a timer. So I usually like, I usually listen to music because music kind of like sparks my creativity. And so there was a song called don't forget to breathe. Um, was on the radio 
And so after it went off, I was like, I don't know what to write. And I was just like, God, I need something to write. So the lyrics of the song kept haunting me. Like I kept singing it over and over and over, don't forget to breathe. So by that, I was wow. like, okay. So let me, was haunting yeah. So I was like, well, let me, let me, oh, uh, let me think about this. So I wrote down on the, on my notepad, cause I do, I don't type in when I write, I don't type. I just free write in a notepad. And I goes, well, what situation a person would be in where they're told. Wow. You know what? Big ups to you for actually writing. I got yelled at today because I rarely use pens. <laughs> and I got yelled at. It's like, don't you write? I'm like, yeah, right. I, I just never, don't I use pens. I've never seen you like, write before, see? <laughs> I do no, write. I just, I never I just write don't before. use writing, you know, utensils. Like, I, you know, use keyboards it's and writing. stuff like see, that. See, i never you seen you write before. Like, seriously, I've never well, seen you write all these years. I, Wow. I think you should use whatever medium that gets yeah. gets it gets Thank you. Done. Thank you. I got yelled at today because I you know I don't use pen. Anyway, back <laughs> to you. Back to you. That's interesting. Wow, you never wrote before. Back to your story though. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> just, nah, it just really just hit me. Like I've never seen you write before. Like really. Uh, he he brought to him. He's like, wow, matter of fact. He's like, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I almost forgot to breathe. Don't forget to breathe, Kat. Don't forget to breathe. <laughs> So you get in so, writing yeah. daily. Yeah, I try to. Even if I'm on the train, I try to um, either write in my phone or have like a little notepad because you never know what inspiration might spark. You might see something on the train that be like, oh, that could be interesting. Right. Or you might overhear something on the train be like, God, that was good. And that's it's a good way to get dialogue too when you're, you're writing a story is to be at like on a train or to sit down in public and just to hear conversations. You know, the more you, you the more I think about what you said, how you got scared from lyrics. I could say, I could see that. I could understand that. Cause even the song from Miguel, he has a song called don't look back. And it was like, why, why don't look back? I, I, just, I was, I was cautious. I was concerned. <laughs> Why should I look back? If you hear that song from Miguel, it's off his album mm-hmm. Kaleidoscope. It's called Don't Look Back. The way he's saying it is like, oh my God, don't look back. Don't. And it's, the way he's saying it is like, I was actually concerned when I was driving the car, don't look back. And then I did look back, my rear view, to see somebody's in my back seat. I'm like, I got him by myself. <laughs> no, but, it's, it, but it makes you, it can make you concerned. So I can understand that. <laughs> so it, just, it just means that inspiration is around you wherever you go. Absolutely, absolutely, and just tap into the and just tap into that. Yes, yes. So, don't forget to breathe. What is the uh, the plot and the synopsis of Don't Forget to Breathe? Well, the the, the short version is just it's about um it's a failed emergency evacuation that leaves two uh, research scientists trapped in a laboratory with a deadly airborne virus that will basically deteriorate their brain's activity. So, remembering one simple thing will determine their survival. Wow. wow. Okay. Okay. And and it's in the classic premise of um, things like Twilight Zone and stuff like that, which would also yeah. like influences on you as well. Alfred Hitchcock, another guy that was yes. great with what he did as far as yeah. like telling stories and horror and things like and that. You just mentioned Twilight Zone with Rod Sterling. Yeah. Yes. Also, like yeah, Rod Sterling was amazing. He did Twilight Zone, but a lot of people don't realize that after he did Twilight Zone, he also did Night Gallery. Oh. Wow. And yeah, check that out. I think Hulu's playing it. 
Go back oh, really? to Night Gallery. Yeah, Night Gallery was more of Rod Sterling's macabre, and it was um, done in color. So it was done like a little bit later. Twilight also, Zone. So, shout out to Robert Zemeckis. I believe he passed away a couple of years ago. I believe he was the guy behind Tales from the Crypt. I don't know that, but it could, could be. I mean, that. yeah, he was the the crypt keeper. Yeah, Tales from the Crypt, you know. Oh, for Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, not 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 crypt like guys. right, right. Gotcha, Which gotcha. One? Yeah, the, the horror. <laughs> we talk, we're talking about <laughs> horror films. Lokes. We're talking about horror films. <laughs> <laughs> Even horror. Or anthology. Yeah, <laughs> right. or anthology. Yeah, but that that was yeah yeah. It was good though. It was. I was into crypt. all that. Creep show, all that stuff. I was into all that stuff. That's why I'm so happy you're on the you're on the you're in the program right now because I was. I'm, it's like there's. It's just beautiful knowing that there's Wait. other people out there. You you breaking up a little bit. I hear you. The phone cut out a little bit. Yeah. Well, I was saying like from with shows like Creep Show, of course Tales from the Crypt. Oh my God, Creep Show. Uh, oh yeah, it was just great having those shows uh, around. Those shows are just great. Those shows are really, really great. You have you there. She's can you hear me? There. I can. I can hear you yeah. now. Don't forget to breathe. Yeah. Don't no, forget to breathe. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes, that's all right. Mercury and retrograde. Technical difficulties. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Those things are crazy with that. Yeah, Robert Zemeckis was also behind Back to the Future, Forrest Gump. Okay, but he was behind behind Tales of the Crypt. Am I correct? Um, I'm not sure. Yes, he was. Okay, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't say you were wrong. I I just couldn't say. I couldn't confirm it myself. I didn't breathe for a little bit. I got down to myself a little bit. I had to catch my. Yeah, I couldn't confirm. I couldn't confirm it. I'm gonna say yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. Also, he couldn't confirm nor deny. Right. He also did flight. He did flight with Denzel Washington. Also. Oh, really. Yes. That was a great movie. That was an excellent movie. That was it a was. very great it movie. Was. Yes, yes indeed. But John Goodman was in that too. Yep, that's right. Bringing him his supply. <laughs> Bringing his, his, his fix kit. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And that's another everybody saw the plane, he flew the plane upside down to save the right, people. Right. Exactly. And all that. And, but he exactly. was he was a drinker. Among other, other things. things. Among other things, yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to breathe, Yvette Joseph is the yes. Yvette, you're on fire, okay? You're on fire right now. <laughs> she can't stop laughing. Um, She's not breathing then. Yeah, yeah. Don't forget to breathe, Yvette. Okay. Um, yeah. She is a screenwriter and filmmaker behind the short Don't Forget to Breathe. That's um you're actually um doing a fundraising for it to uh yes, get it complete. So, yes. We are actually crowdfunding on Seed and Spark. So come check us out, seedandspark.com, and look for the science fiction short, Don't Forget to Breathe, and help donate, help a black female filmmaker get her story told, get more, more of our stories told, and have more of our stories on the screen. Um, my lead actress is an African-American female who I love, and she's going to play the lead scientist, Christine. And uh, amazing actor in the Bill Vinhas is going to be John. So those are going to be my two scientists trapped in the laboratory. And are you going to be uh, screening it or doing like some events around fundraising for the film that people can um, take part in and, and support? 
Um, well, right now we're just doing a fundraising platform, but there's a lot of amazing perks that's on the platform. There's also going to be a perk that I'm going to have for maybe the first 10 people that buys the kind of like the costume consultant, oh, wow. which I'm going to do a 45-minute 45 45 minute, um consultation on if you have a short film project, any costume and wardrobe um, inquiries you might have or anything you would like to discuss with me. Or if you want to do like a personal styling session with me for 45 minutes. Nice. And if you want to change your look, so that's also going to be one of the perks for the campaign. Um, I know we're toying with later on my having like a, a day of breathing, which is going to be like a fundraiser full of like yoga, dance, meditation. But that's going to come up a little bit later. To find out more information, you can go to the Cedar Spark campaign and follow the campaign. We'll be making those announcements. Beautiful. And I like the way you broke down the different um, levels of support into scientists, lead scientists, principal scientists, and stuff like well, thank that. You. Yes. <laughs> I thought that was great. <laughs> And you can people can see this at Seed and Spark. I just spell uh, that like S E E D. Yeah, like Seed. Okay. And Spark. Okay. Just just as it said, um, and in the middle, A N D. Um, yes. Don't forget to breathe. Just put that in the search if you can't remember yeah. anything else, and it'll come up <laughs> and, and support it. You know, uh, make a donation um, so this this film can uh, get out there and get done. You can see the lovely work that Yvette has done and, and the talented people that she has in the film as well. And uh, maybe you're an inspiring person that you know may want to be in Yvette's films coming down the road in the future. You know what I mean? This is oh, a, a great way to, you know, take part in it. And do you still need people to... Uh, do work on the film as far as uh, production assistance and things like that, just just to you know uh, get things done on that that level as well. Oh um, yes, absolutely. If you're interested in helping out with the project, you can definitely drop me a line. Um, you can hit me up on my email. We have a Facebook page. We have our Instagram. Um, you can go to the film's website as well, which is www.dftbfilm.com. Say it one more time and slower so people can get uh, that. www.dftbfilm.com. There it is. Absolutely. And also, people out there, hit up Ava DuVernay, who just got a big contract with Warner Brothers, and tell her to donate some, some of that money to Don't Absolutely. Forget to Breathe. So hey, you know, Ava, come check me out. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, definitely, definitely. That part, yes, yes. Shameless. Hey, listen. Even uh, the dude that did uh, Luke Cage, even he was like reaching out to her, like, "Hey, can you get my my program back on?" <laughs> you know what I mean? So listen. I, blame. I mean, by shoot any means shot. necessary. Shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. From half court. <laughs> <laughs> definitely definitely shoot the J shoot it absolutely and you know what if you donate there's, there's a there's a platform on here for chief scientists for don't forget to breathe seedandspark.com um, fun don't forget to breathe if you go beyond the chief scientists on here if you go beyond that level you may be able to get Yvette to dance for you 
Show no, us. you will not get me to dance for no, you. No, you won't um, do a routine? You gonna no, do the, absolutely you gonna do some not. Dancing that is, me, though. You, you gonna sweetie, do the, my routine is more you than what's going to be asking for the seated part. <laughs> no, you will get <laughs> you my... You gonna do the shoulder lean with me. You gonna do the shoulder lean. Just no, shoulder you will lean. get my respect. You respect me, I respect you. <laughs> and... <laughs> The shoulder lean is respect. My... It's the shoulder lean. It's shoulder lean. <laughs> it's leaning. It doesn't do nothing more. <laughs> you think this is? I have a lady. <laughs> Not today, though. But yes, we are looking for a lot of chief scientists. So <laughs> if you go to the That's right. park, you're right. Look at that campaign. You will, um, my production team is also with women of color, um, very strong women, passionate filmmakers who um, love film and love science fiction drama drama and you know what i think people of color love science fiction as well you don't really see that a lot of people they don't think yeah. that but look what we did with black panther it's huge like, we Absolutely. Out. yeah have you have you ever been to um there's ekbok in philadelphia oh, yeah. and there's the um there's another comic thing that goes on at the in, in new york city as well like if you've ever been to any of those you'll see how much people of color um are into science fiction yeah. At, at those particular e- events, and just in general, like it's it's mind boggling. Well, amazing. even at Comic Con, when I well, even yeah. at Comic Con, yeah. yeah, it's just huge. Incredible. Like we love cosplay. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, cosplay is so much fun. <laughs> so much. Fun. You know, there was so much science fiction, just movies and shows back then, and it just left. Like Doctor Who, uh, just it was so many, was, right? Well, that, yeah, Land Doctor Who is still coming on. You know, Land of the Lost. But, but you know, they're, they're, they're bringing those shows back because it's been yeah. a resurgence yeah, absolutely. of science fiction. And, yeah. and I really think that's because of Black Mirror. Black Mirror became so yeah. popular that they was like, Black hey, let, let's look at this. Yeah. Let's look at this again. Remember the one with the cell phone love, thing? When it, was, it, had, yeah. it had the woman on the cell yeah. phone and she was looking at her? I love Black Mirror. Yeah. Great, great series. Great, great Once series. again, Black Mirror's from where? Yes, overseas, yeah. London, UK. They just they're just using the old school formula, and it's like telling stories. Just tell you can't the story. beat that. Uh-huh. You can't beat that. Definitely. Um, as far as uh, science fiction, and big up to Erica Alexander, who's also doing some some great things. Nice. Um, in science fiction and writing and stuff like that as well. And if you don't know who I'm talking about, she was mm-hmm. one of the leads in The Living Single, and she was on the Cosby Show, and oh, she's yes, done. Yes, yes, yes. A lot of different movies as well, as far as that goes. Have you gotten, given your work in, in science fiction and your interest in science fiction, have you gotten a lot of interest from women, girls who want to be a part of just that that whole world, as far as things that they may have or that they want to bring out? Have you gotten like a, just an influx of, of of people, as far as that goes? As far as um, just trying to understand, as far as Wanting to assist or wanting to wanting assist to or, or wanting or, or maybe asking you how they can get their things out there or how they can, you know, move their work forward, given you, you're doing what you're doing and, and your background and just the many things that you've worked on. Actually, I've had a lot of um, amazing young women um, who now what just want to be and will be filmmakers. And so it's not um, specifically for the genre. It's just they want to be in film. They want to be filmmakers. They want to be part of crew, production. Um, I've been mentoring 
a lot of a lot of um, young ladies who are like, how can I get my start? Um, you know, what's some of the ways I can go about it? And I I try to steal them with different organizations, tell them, of course, interning, definitely become a PA, but I also really tell them that they have to make sure they have excellent work work ethic Mm -hmm. and don't think that a job is too small or beneath you to get it done. Definitely not. Every job is important. It could lead. You never know where it could lead to. (laughs) Right. And I think people look at that now. They like people. I think what's missing might be like some. Unfortunately, it's a strong work ethic. They think they can come in and just like rise to the top. No, you should have a skill set. You should learn. You should hone in on the craft and make sure what you want and and just be of assistance. And ask questions. How are yes, you doing absolutely. that? Why are you doing that? What does that mean? Don't like, mind you know. <laughs> being the person that gets everybody coffee. Absolutely. Like, because you'll be the one that's called back. Right. <laughs> exactly. I got exactly. shoe shine. I used to look yeah. at the girl like, right. shoe shine. In my mind, I'm like, kick you in your head. I'm like, okay. You know, that's just me. But in my mind, I'm like, I'm thinking everything. But, you know, it, it may, you may look like, you know, you're being played or you're a lackey or a runner. And, you know, you may be a runner. But no, you keep at it. They're going to want you to come back. Right, because you're making yourself useful. They have to realize when people on certain positions are busy. Yes. And so they need someone to help them. So if you can be useful and be of service, they'll find a need for you. If you can't be used, you are useless. (laughs) I was was an assistant to a dancer one time, a a choreographer, I should say. Okay. Who? No choreographer. Robin Dunn. A lot of people know who she is. She she's done oh, wow. a lot of a lot of work. Yeah, I was an assistant to her. I used to get her mail, <laughs> like answer her phones and yeah. do a whole lot of other work for her. Like, and it was a great experience. I had no and and I ended up doing it just I, I don't remember how I got there, but I got there because <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't plan to do that. But I was like, I'm just gonna take this and run with it. And it was a great learning experience. It was my first like entertainment job. Yeah, mine. I was remember I used to try to get to the record labels coming home from the military, and I couldn't get in. And I used to get kicked out, like Jazzy Jeff from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I literally used to get kicked out of buildings like that. I used to act yeah. as a pizza guy. They would catch me, and everything. And finally, Hector Avila's from Def Jam. I went up in there, and I got there, and it looked like they had no more use for me. So what I do? I went to the Jamaican patty shop in my neighborhood, and I brought back patties and cocoa bread. And cinnamon bun. They was like, what's that? I was like, oh, it's called cinnamon bun and patty cocoa bread. Can I have a piece? Sure you can. Like, All right, we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> yes, you will. Yes, you will. <laughs> and I spent my own money to buy cinnamon buns and patties and cocoa bread. And I'll come there and, you know, that was my ticket in. All of a sudden, I'm just there for a year and a half. That's an investment. That's called an investment. That was an investment. That's, That's real, right. real exactly. story. Absolutely. Exactly. See, you're learning things, folks, on the show. This this is what we do. Yes. <laughs> if you bet Joseph, screenwriter, costumer, designer, um, writer. The woman. Her film is called Don't Forget to Breathe. Support it, dftbfilm.com. Go to Seed and Spark right now to uh, fund the film, support the film, become a scientist on the film. If you don't know what I'm talking yes. about, seedandspark.com. <laughs> that is where you go. Put in Don't Forget to Breathe. 
it'll come up. You'll see the wonderful. Th- you see a trailer of what the film is 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 looking like, what it's about. If you're into science fiction, horror, if you're just into great film work, um, definitely support the project. Don't forget to breathe. Yvette Joseph is the uh, woman behind the whole thing. Yeah, you better make sure you like science fiction too. If you don't, you're done. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for being on the program, Yvette. We definitely appreciate you. And uh, it it was definitely a pleasure working with you, you know, on on Parish Blues. And um, oh, it was a pleasure working with you as well. And also, like, if they want to follow me on Instagram, on my vintage modern heart, that is my vintage modern heart on Instagram. They can check out my official website with my work at www. EvetteJoseph.com. Evette is spelled Y-V-E-T-T-E-P-J-O-S-E-P-H.com. Absolutely. The P stands for professional. (laughs) 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 At all times. And also, you know, just in case, if you need some act extraordinaires, you know, I'm okay. not trying to say anything, but, you know, see truth in okay. myself. You know, we're here. <laughs> no, no casting you know, couch needed. You know what I mean? Just, just right there. I see you throwing your name in the hat. I get you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no doubt. Definitely. Shoot your shot. All right. Well, thank you, gentlemen, for this amazing experience. Not a problem, and you're welcome back anytime. If you whatever projects you have going on, you definitely are welcome back to talk about them, get them out there to the people. You know, we definitely will have you back at any time. Absolutely, and thank you so much for supporting independent artists because oh, that's what it's all about. Definitely, definitely, that's what we are. I mean, we're we're independent artists. We we have to support our own. Right. Absolutely. Definitely. Thanks. Thanks so much, and all uh, right. success to the film. Thank you so much. Good night, gentlemen. All right. Have a good evening. Good night. All right. Bye-bye. Thermal sound wave, wave.